Welcome, everyone. My guest today is Dave Howard, Executive Vice President at ServiceLink, and we're going to talk about the power of partnership in today's market. Dave, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Sarah. It's a pleasure to join you today. It is great to have you on. We have a lot to talk about. This has been such a challenging couple of years. So um, I'd, I'd love to get your perspective. You know, describe how the market has changed in your time at ServiceLink. Wow, uh, is about all I can say. It's just been a dramatic, uh, uh, dramatic few years. Uh, as I came and entered into ServiceLink, it was just before the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic and a rather dramatic shift in uh, business profile of folks having to work from home or work in a hybrid uh, operation, as well as specifically in our industry, uh, the the interest rates, which took a dramatic tumble and created some, uh, you know, legendary volumes uh, for all of our industry through the roof. So it was a couple of real big significant shifts and, and changes there in a very, very short period of time. And then obviously since then, within the last year or so, we've had uh, rates rise at historic levels, not to necessarily historic levels, but a historic rate of change in rates going back up and having the opposite effect on volume. So it's been really kind of a push and pull uh, within these last few years that have uh, created some serious dynamics in our industry. Uh, That has certainly been something for us on the provider side and certainly our lender clients and partners uh, to work through has been a, a, a big, big challenge for the industry. So with all that volatility and, and things changing, to your point, so fast, it's not just, you know, things change, but the rate of change. How did that impact how ServiceLink works with its lenders? Well, really, it uh, it's required a tremendous amount of flexibility uh, on our part, uh, as well as being able to scale to the scales to the highs and then to be adaptable for changing requirements, uh, changing requirements that our lender clients have had in order to either deal with the uh, extreme volumes or when volumes had become lower as they are as they are now, uh, they've needed uh, creativity as they go after the business that is out there and either trying to appeal to, to new customers or to be just creative to compete and win um, with, the, with their target markets where they're trying to establish and create, um, you know, pipelines, pipelines of their own. So that's put, uh, you know, requirements on us to a greater degree. It's put a, a shift and an emphasis on what's been important to them uh, in terms of uh, updating their processes and streamlining their processes and trying to make a difference as it relates to the customer experience or the borrower experience. And as they're figuring that out, that puts a lot of pressure on organizations like ours uh, to try to adapt to that, uh, not just keep up with them, but then also anticipate where they're going and what they're trying to do. So they'll be competitive. And then of course, we'll be competitive as well. You know, that adaptability is so important. When, when you consider this market, this volatile market, what other things make a good partner right now? You know, really, Sarah, it, uh, it's, it's foundational stuff because at the end of the day, uh, as a technology-enabled service provider, we're there to facilitate the lender's transaction to get their customer to this place that they want to be. 
And in order to do that in the volatile environment, like you mentioned, is really about being stability, uh, being stable, having stability, having the experience of, well, maybe not as extreme as it's been in the last couple of years, but having been through these types of cycles before, uh, I would say one thing that's been crystal clear from our clients uh, is the service focus and, and really the care and feeding for, for their customer and making sure that uh, their, every transaction counts, every transaction matters. You know, Sarah, I've uh, been, since the year has just started, I've been out in the field quite a bit visiting with a lot of our, a lot of our clients and certainly over the holidays when volumes are a bit lower, um, there's still critical transactions to these uh, lenders and probably the impact ends up being higher when somebody is trying to complete a transaction through the holiday season. And our lender clients were uh, sharing with me, and I was so proud to hear this, just how thankful they were to our team and the accessibility of our team at some you know, really odd hours and through the, through the holidays and other challenges and that service focus uh, and depth of experience that we have really helped carry them through uh, with some challenging transactions, which you know, from a borrower perspective, that experience makes a huge difference. And it's all about their experience with their lender and how we contribute to make that as uh, a positive thing as, as possible so that they want to come back. Because when we're in a, a low environment like we are now or a lower environment like we are now, the opportunity to gain uh, customers for a lifetime and, and uh, repeat customers is, is really driven by the experience that they have. And uh, everyone is trying to do that to a degree. To a degree. Yeah, I, I get to talk to a lot of um, tech executives and a lot of mortgage uh, executives about tech. And I think one of the things that stands out, you know, as I do these interviews is like when they're looking for a partner, a couple of things you said really resonate with me, which is number one, they want to make sure this person has been around long enough to understand how to flex during these cycles. It's so valuable when someone's like, we already know what to do here. We've, we've done this before. Um, we're not freaked out by this environment. You know, here's, here's the steady hand that you might need because they might not have been through it before. And then the other thing is they want to make sure their partner is going to be there in five years. And in this environment, that is really difficult, right? Because um, we've seen a lot of consolidation at all levels. And they're like, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to make some of these investments and, you know, integrate things and go over systems for a partner who's not going to be there for the long term. And so I'm sure, you know, ServiceLink, it's been around a long time, will be around a long time. I'm sure that that is a comfort to your partners. You know, you're, you're spot on there. And uh, the, the clients that we've been engaging with have been echoing that, that very same sentiment. You know, it's um, uh, they're in it for the long haul as well. Uh, you know, whether they're an independent mortgage bank or a part of a larger uh, financial institution, um, you know, they're concerned about this, you know, the stability, the financial wherewithal. And not just are you capable of um, providing a service and providing a service today, but when you think of the things that have changed so dramatically in the last couple of years, who knows what the future is going to bring with further advances in technology. 
uh, ever-expanding uh, consumer and borrower uh, expectations. Increased competitiveness that's driven by new entrants uh, into the markets and um, who are you know competing with them and starting uh, uh, specialty you know specialty lending and they really need someone who's going to be there with them throughout that and not just be there with them but help them prepare for for what's next because every client that I've talked to is 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 looking at you know priorities of focusing on that customer experience, but they're also looking at costs and they're also looking at streamlining their operations. They're anticipating that in the near future, that while they may not get back to historical high volumes, that volumes are going to, are going to come back. And they don't want to be in a position where they have to um, run the shop in the same manner as they did when we had that flash snap to historical high volumes because uh, it's extremely costly to hire back at the same rate that you did before. So they're looking for how can I do this and meet those kind of volumes with improved technology, improved, ex improved experience and with partners that can help me get there so I don't have to do it the old way. And that's where, you know, a company like ours is really going to really going to shine and uh, help them get there. So that segues very well into my next question, which is, you know, what do you think makes ServiceLink stand out in this crowded space? But also it there's a question I really like to ask, you know, people at different tech companies is like, what's cool about your tech that people may not know? Like it's, you take it for granted, but like, what's cool about it? So those are two two kind of different things, you know, what makes you stand out as a company and then what's really cool about your text that people may not know about? You know, we, we operate in an environment where what ServiceLink does is we deliver kind of a, our, our people and our team are one of the few interactions that a lender may have in person throughout the mortgage origination process, whether that's an appraiser coming to the home or they get to the closing table for an in-person in closing. And while those are very personal interactions, it's all driven on a foundation of technology and an operating platform that we use internally, but then is also available to the lender or the broker or the real estate agent to create an increased transparency to the milestones of what's happening as a transactions getting process, but also the preparation for that event, whether that's a valuations event or, uh, or a closing or a signing event. And what we do that's a little bit different than everybody else is that is exposed that transparency to those uh, key constituents in the, uh, in the process. And the value that brings is, uh, you know, a, a, a comfort in, knowing where things are at at virtually all times. But another aspect of that is when we, let's just talk about our closing solutions just for a moment, is the, the notaries that are engaged on our platform that we're managing to perform closing transactions, all they do is mortgage, right? So they're extremely, uh, extremely um, experienced and disciplined in doing that uh, specific transaction. They don't sign for auto loans. They're not doing the endorsements for personal loans or anything like that. And so 
when we are working with them, uh, it's a very different experience for our lenders to know that the person that we're going to put in front of them through our technology, uh, our exact date, time, scheduling technology is fully qualified and the best person available at that time to do that, to do that job. And that's a, a level of, from my perspective, care about the transaction and the personal transaction uh, for that lender that's extremely important. And more uh, lenders out there are gravitating towards using our technology to do that. We've made some enhancements to it as well. Recently, Sarah, where we're able to share with the uh, key constituents in the transaction when uh, that event is going to take place, how long it took to occur from open to closing, when that person was on site, when they checked in and checked out, and then certainly when they're on their way, whether that's an appraisal or a closing event. And so um, we don't, we haven't been sitting still uh, in the last you know, few years in enhancing the technology and, and making it better, which is really something that uh, you know, our lender partners and clients need and, and really want to be able to count on for that partner who's going to be with them uh, not just now, but into the future. I think that transparency, we know that consumers value that so much. Um, and then, you know, lenders value that so much all, all the way through. It's like the more light you can bring to things that in the past, you know, they cause consumers a lot of concern. Maybe the lender doesn't know where things are. Maybe, you know, anytime you can increase the transparency, you're increasing the experience, you know, making a better experience for the consumer. So true is, yeah, the, at the end of the day, I think I, I um, recall another executive from a from a lender firm saying this. You know, the transaction is a means to an end, right? The the person on the other end of that loan uh, has an has an aspiration, has a dream of what they're going to do with that money. If that's a refinance, somehow going to make their life better than it was before they did it, or the end goal is to get into a, a, a new home. Uh, and to to get to to get to the house, and so when we say we're linking what matters, it's 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 making that connection with our technology, with our service that we customize to um, each and every lender client of ours to their process to bring that borrower and that lender together when we're involved with greater efficiency and transparency and, uh, and certainly hopefully delivering better outcomes when they go and do that survey at the end of the day, that's going to reflect on that lender. Uh, we want to make sure that we're adding to the positive of that. And we, it's something that we wake up and think about every day that we continue to invest in uh, and that we will keep on investing in the, into uh, those experiential touch points and transparent touch points as we move into the future. Yeah, that's huge. So here we are in 2024. Thank goodness 2023 is behind us. We're in this new year. Lots of optimism, I think, um, at least cautious optimism. Um, what trends are you tracking in 2024? Well, you know, as we kind of get into the back end of 2023, we see some carryover into 2024 about what some of those things, uh, some of those things are. As uh, certainly as you would imagine with the with the rate uh, environment that. Uh, was so low for a number of years, folks have built up a tremendous amount of equity into their properties. 
as uh, inventories have continued to be tight and uh, home price value appreciation uh, continue to run for the, for the last couple of years. So they've been extracting that value. We see a lot of movement from uh, uh, financial institutions who are looking to help uh, their, their borrowers and members extract value through home equity. We're looking at a lot of independent mortgage bankers who have not started um, home equity programs who are starting home equity programs. And then as well, specialty lenders who deal just in that, uh, just in that space. Uh, we're also seeing that there are um, both from the, the lenders and the, the GSEs are continued um, uh, investment and incentive programs to make home ownership more affordable for all. And whether that's down payment assistance programs or incentives on, on, on services and helping bring more buyers into, uh, into the marketplace, now, regardless of the rate environment, as uh, to make communities stronger through wealth creation, we're seeing uh, a lot of that. And then many of us uh, in the, the lending community are anticipating that there we maybe have seen the peak uh, of the rates rising and maybe looking forward to um, cuts uh, uh, coming, you know, in the in the coming year uh, that's going to make execution across all of these factors, probably even more important uh, for uh, lenders and, and organizations like ours. One other thing, as you were kind of touching on the topic of trends, I think is uh, exciting for us um, every year is uh, our team, ServiceLink, uh, engages in primary research uh, with uh, consumers. We ask thousands of uh, consumers in terms of what their priorities are in it. And it's distributed in a um, state of home buying report that comes out every spring. And that's another tool that we have to gain insight into what to expect in the market, but also from uh, our lender clients and potential lender clients, another avenue for what their potential customers are thinking about and what's going to be important to them as they engage in transactions. And so uh, we've been doing this for a few years now, and, and uh, it's... Uh, uh, a wonderful um, additional lens into consumer expectations that we'll be publishing here in the spring uh, and uh, couldn't be more excited that we're continuing on with it again this year. Those trends are, uh, they mirror exactly what we're seeing. Um, that That's exactly right. That equity um, that people now have in their homes and, you know, people thought, well, mortgage rates going up might mean home prices fall. That has not been the case. Overall, of course, you have certain markets, but um, homes have held their value or or risen in value. So you have this equity now that people have uh, have gained by um, lower rates and also uh, just staying in their home longer, whatever it is. We have that, and then the down payment payment assistance, and and just really all the programs that are aimed at really helping people overcome some of the affordability challenges are huge right now, and and probably more than I've ever seen. In my time at Housing Wire, which is 10 years, just the the focus on these kind of programs and how to access those programs, how to, you know, make buyers aware of them and, and really um, u- utilize them. Yeah, you're, you're spot on. There's, um, you know, another uh, sign that we've seen that some lenders have been deploying is, is really trying to engage potential buyers as early as possible in the process. 
And they do that by starting with education, right? So you educate uh, a potential buyer who might not even be at the point of, of shopping. You might be creating some loyalty that down the road when they are ready to, uh, uh, ready to engage, they're going to drive back to their point of point of knowledge and they may not be as rate sensitive. If, for example, if I learn from you everything, uh, I'm a first time uh, home buyer or a first time uh, refinance uh, potential client or taking a home equity loan. And I, and I don't know much about that or much about that process, but you've educated me on that and I've become comfortable with you through that process. And it's taken uh, time for me to, you know, be ready to, to take that step. I'm likely, I may be more likely to come to you for that product. And we're seeing lenders engage uh, in, in those types of behaviors in order to create that, um, uh, create that loyalty. So really, really interesting to watch how everyone's trying to create for themselves a competitive advantage, especially, you know, now when every transaction itself is more precious and uh, being um, uh, competed for. One other thing, if I could, Sarah, is, um, you know, we continue, like you mentioned, to have home price appreciation and, and as such, you know, something of an inventory uh, problem. We're seeing uh, uh, lenders set up either specialty operations around manufactured housing um, as another option. I mean, th these homes have um, become much more um, uh, much more attractive than they were, you know, maybe 30 some years ago in, in, in what they are and the quality of the construction and certainly uh, how quickly they can be constructed versus a site built, uh, site built home and the price points as well as something to maybe offset, you know, the incredible appreciation of, um, you know, the existing inventory that's out there. That's another area where uh, lenders are looking to uh, provide options to get at more uh, potential uh, potential buyers, but an area that requires some specific expertise in order uh, in order to serve um, uh, lenders who are in uh, that market, which is an area that uh, another one of the areas that we excel in. It's really interesting because these are the kinds of programs or uh, focuses that only happen when you're in this kind of purchase market, um, you know, and, and every single deal is important to you. I, I don't think people were really that focused on manufactured homes in the last couple of years uh, from a lender perspective. Obviously, you've had consumers interested in it and you've had Fannie and Freddie interested in how do they stimulate this and, and what they can do. But it really takes this kind of market to to really expand everyone's ideas about like, who are the borrowers that I'd like to that I'd like to serve? So really great insights with that. Dave, I've really appreciated this conversation and um, thanks so much for stopping by. Well, thank you for having me, Sarah. It's been a pleasure chatting with you and uh, wish the best to you and, and the House of Our team in 2024. I appreciate that. Our listeners, you can get more information at ServiceLink's website, which is svclnk.com. And find out all about some of these programs and, and what they're doing for their clients. Thank you again, Dave. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show or leave a comment. We'll see you back here on Monday for more news and insights.